Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Podcast. I'm your host, Amber. I hope all of y'all have had a great week so far. It's almost Friday. Whoop, whoop. But in today's episode, I want to talk about something that's been heavy on my noggin recently. And it's in regards to the travel nurse pay cap. Um, I think some of you might have seen it on social media, TikToks, whatever. Um, but the general public does not really know. So I just kind of want to educate what's happening in the healthcare world and why you should care, even if you do not work in healthcare. So before I continue with today's episode, we got to do sweetheart of the motherfucking day, baby. So this actually goes out to a handful of people. And it's the firefighters and police officers in Oceanside, California. Because I was walking Hugo, and we were walking up to, like, our door and that, going up the stairs. And I just heard a loud, like, pew, 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 ah, like, car crash, right? So immediately I go out to the deck, and there was a pretty gnarly accident right outside my window. And the police officers and firefighters were so timely, like, in a matter of a minute. Like, they were cruising down and... Um, I was just kind of watching them. I know it's kind of weird. I was just watching, but yeah, it was just really cool seeing them in action and you know, they're awesome. So yeah, keep being awesome, everybody. <laughs> you guys are the best. So on with today's episode, like I said, we're going to talk about travel nurse pay cap. I, like I said, it's travel nurses, not just, I don't want to say just a nurse. That's not what I meant, but, um, not like permanent staff hospital nurses or anything like that just travel nurses so I've been doing some research I have a long list of notes right here because it's just kind of a lot just for me to say off the top of my head so I need a little reference here and I've been looking at different articles and things like that and originally what I thought it was it was like about 200 excuse me 200 congress members wrote a letter to the white house but once I did some more research, it sounds like it was more, which that could be true, but you know, it's so hard to find valuable information on the internet nowadays, but here's what I gathered. So two executive VPs, vice presidents, wrote, and they were from the American Health Healthcare Association and American Hospital Association, wrote to the Fair Trade Commissions um, in regards to essentially trying to get Congress to investigate like different travel nurse agencies to help with competition and consumer protection shit. I don't know all the verbiage very well, but kind of goes over my head. But they feel, quote, feel like these agencies have established a monopoly with travel nurses and essentially them being the product. So, you know, because hospitals are short-staffed, you know, and more people are doing travel nursing, they feel like they're kind of using it to the whole pandemic situation, like taking advantage of, oh, people are sick, the hospitals are struggling, like, it's just stupid, 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 stupid. So before I continue, I just want to explain what these travel nurse agencies are. So when you're a travel nurse, and when you want to like, you know, do a travel nurse job, you have to go through a travel nurse agency, and you can go on Google, and there's hundreds of different travel nurse agencies like hundreds and they're kind of the middleman so the hospitals will pretty much put out a price be like hey we'll pay this agency so much get us a travel nurse we need them and then the agency will find a travel nurse and be like yo do you want to do this contract or assignment so they're like the middleman and uh hold on, i'm just looking through my notes really quick um 
yeah, so that's kind of what it is. Um, a lot of these agencies are, from what the rumor is, they can get anywhere up to like 40% or more of the fees collected from hospitals. So if the hospital gives out, hey, here's $10,000, find us a travel nurse, then they believe the agency is taking you know, $4,000 of that money, you know, and pocketing it for themselves. And essentially the hospitals, they feel like they can't continue to afford this because so many people are doing travel nursing now. And it's not a new thing. I will tell you, like, travel nursing has been around for years, way before COVID, but just not as prominent as now. I think a lot of people, well, you know what? I'll save that towards the end. I'll got to stay on track here. But in reality, so they think it's like 40% or more these agencies are taking, but realistically, it's more around an average of 20%. You can go on any of these agencies' websites and see what their earnings are and everything. Like, it's not hidden. It's all there. You just have to look for it. So they're not trying to swindle you or anything. And <sighs> what oh, I'm trying not to get opinionative. I'll save it till the end. Okay, gotta stay focused. Stay focused. So... Another letter was written to the COVID-19 like response coordinator for the White House. And there's a quote in it, I have to say, just because I thought it was kind of funny. So it says, please be sure that our concerns focus directly on the agencies and not the personnel they represent, aka the travel nurses. We are well aware that the variants of the COVID-19 virus and the links of this ongoing pandemic have put a strain on the healthcare personnel, and we commend them for their dedication to their patients and the community in the face of these times. <laughs> Where's my tissue, man? That was good. I don't want to fucking thank you. Like, to me, it was like, okay, thanks for saying that. Like, a year and a half ago, everyone was saying we're healthcare heroes and nothing changed. Like, a lot of places got a freaking pizza party, like, saying thank you. I don't fucking want that. No one wants that. I mean, okay, maybe I do want some pizza, but give a, give me, give me an, a, like, a little pay raise or something, too, okay? But anyways, so, I don't think they realize, like, in my eyes, this statement, like, this thank you essentially it doesn't pay the bills it doesn't fix the problems going on in the hospitals you know so it's just it's like they kind of added that like a little sugar coat you know and another thing like i thought was interesting is if this pandemic that they're saying is so bad then why are they wanting to cap pay and essentially discourage travel nurses from going to hospitals that need them am i right and i'm not saying like there's no pandemic i'm just making a point like they're saying there's a pandemic so if there is, like, if they truly believe, like, oh, my God, it's so bad, then why are they doing this, you know? Um, so it just kind of blows my mind. Uh, essentially, I think capping these agencies. Hold on, let me redo this. This is hard for me, you guys. Thanks for hanging on this long. But I don't think they realize that, or they do realize, but I like that they're saying they're directing all this, these letters and that towards the travel nurse agencies, and they keep making a point to say it's not the travel nurses, you know. But by capping, and they full well know this, by capping these agencies, this directly affects the travel nurse. You know what I'm saying? And it, travel nursing, it's not like, oh my God, like, here's a shit ton of money. Like, you know, you're rich. I mean, I will be honest. It's, it's a great pay, amazing pay, like three, four times as much I'd make in a week, or excuse me, three to four times I'll make in a week compared to a month. Does, did that just make any sense? But 
yeah, so it's a good amount of money, but there's also cons to that too. I mean, your assignments are pretty short. You have to find a place to live, 401k, benefits, um, you know, you have not only like your place of rent, like where you'll be living, you still have to have a permanent tax home and it's a lot of work, you know, but in my eyes, it's completely worth it. But I can talk about that later too. So it's just kind of a big slap in the face in my eyes, like what the fuck? So let me look at my list here. Um, okay, so I do want to address when they were talking about earlier, they're worried about that hospitals can't continue to afford this. So if they're so worried about this, then, excuse me, what about all the money that they've gotten from these COVID patients? I mean, patients in general bring in a shit ton of money every time someone's admitted. But, you know, you've also had all these COVID patients. And not only are you getting money for that, but you also got like extra pay because of COVID, you know. And then um, the overpriced medications, we could talk about that. Um, not many people know this, but like for an ibuprofen, you know, it's super cheap. You can get ibuprofen, like a huge ass bottle from Costco for like 10 bucks, right? But at the hospital, they just jack those fucking prices up. I mean, for example, a bag of fluid, not like medicated, like antibiotics or anything, like a bag of just normal saline, it takes maybe four dollars to make and they charge anywhere from a hundred to two hundred dollars for a silly bag of fluid and I don't want to say silly but you know what I mean it's just ridiculous and if they're charging that much for a bag of fucking water what else are they charging you for you know and you know what about doctors and obviously doctors they have their own responsibilities and they obviously are a huge part of the healthcare system but they're making a shit ton of money and the ceos administrators they're taking home literally millions of dollars a year where's their pay cap they're not working the bedside like what the fuck and i do want to add too like when it comes to pay i've had people when i tell them how much i make i mean before traveling even as a staff nurse i'd say how much i make people are like oh like that's pretty good but uh oh hold on <coughs> oh excuse me oh that was a seven that was good but even though like it on paper it's like oh yeah like that's a good amount of money that's a good hourly rate but i don't think people realize like it's the fucking work we do. And I'm trying to say that with grace, but it's the work we do. I mean, if you're getting paid $20 at McDonald's, it's like, holy shit, like that's a lot of money. And if you're working tw- or getting $20 as a nurse, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I literally was just next door doing compressions on a guy. And now I'm, you know, getting bitched at for not getting someone their Diet Coke. Like, it's, it's, it's not comparable. And I wish people would realize how much actual work goes in there. I mean, people think, oh, a nurse, like, you don't really do much, and you're making TikToks, and this and that, and it's like, no, 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 and there's such a broad variety of nurses, too, like, it's just, I think we're very underappreciated, and other nurses feel the same way, which is why a lot are going, or pursuing travel nursing, because with travel nursing, like I said, you get that pay, and that's a huge incentive, I mean, me personally, I want to do travel nursing, not, well, not just because of the pay, but it definitely fucking helps. Like right now, moving out to California and all that, I feel like shit because I don't have that much money, you know, and I've been unemployed for a while and I was waiting for my uh, California license. And so I would like to have more of a disposable income. I'd like to have more money. I have student loans. I 
have a car loan. I want to be able to pay those things off. And I'm not trying to be greedy about it either. It's just, you know, who doesn't want to have extra money? You know, if, if it's literally right in front of you, why wouldn't you grab it? And besides the money, it's the flexibility. I personally love the flexibility of travel nursing. I can take time off, whatever, no questions asked. But when I was a staff nurse, it was like, ooh, like, oh no, we, we can't give you that, that Thursday off. And it's just a big pain in the butt. They make it very difficult. Um, and like I said, just being underappreciated. When I did travel nursing, it was like, oh, my God, people, like, actually fucking give a shit about me. The the income I'm getting, like, it, I feel like it reflects the hard work I put in and the stress I go through. So it's just, travel nursing to me is it's just a great, great opportunity if you can do it, you know? Um, let me see. I'm getting off topic a little bit. So yeah, essentially, like, I think it's very anti-American to cap pay. I've never seen something like this before. Like I said, why don't we cap pay on those CEOs, guys? Why don't we do that? You know, or why don't we have the CEOs or hospital administrators, why don't we have them go work on the bedside for a day and see what we go through? Because maybe it's just a perspective thing. Maybe they don't actually see or know what we are doing. And I could make it even more broad and say, you know, it's not just the nurses that are getting affected by all this. It's the um, environmental services. It's the CNAs, LPNs, like the whole hospital, like we work together. And I think there's a big disconnect in that regards. Like it's not just the nurses, like all, the whole hospital is under underappreciated, underpaid, overworked, and I, it just needs to be addressed. And instead of giving us pizza party or a rock that says, you rock, like no one fucking cares. That doesn't pay the bills. That doesn't help feed your family. That's not what we want. So, ooh, take a step back. Ooh, I'm getting a little too heated. So anyways, so like I said, focus on the root cause of the problem. Why don't we figure out why nurses want to do travel nursing I just said some good reasons on why you know so why don't we focus on you know let's figure out a way to actually keep the nurses instead of essentially making them feel like I want to quit the profession altogether because that's how I feel with the travel nurse like pay cap that they want to try and pursue like that's how I feel is like hey like you're either gonna work the pay we give you or whatever whatever go back to working at a hospital as a permanent staff or you know fuck you too bad you know but instead they're not focusing on those horrible patient ratios okay um like i said overworked underpaid beating a dead horse right here um we go through a great deal of violence i mean working in the operating room i don't see it as much but my short time working on the floor it's absolutely horrendous um on top of that racism and you know i don't talk about racism very much just because it's not really my place to say at times but i've seen it um i've had a patient who was you know a little story time i'm gonna do story time because i i I don't want to say i enjoy this story but it's memorable I was working a night shift on the floor one night and at a CNA. She was African-American and super nice, super sweet. And she was helping out a patient in the middle of the night use the bathroom. And I was over outside of the room documenting stuff on the computer. And I kept hearing him talk shit and was saying stuff like, why don't you speak English and that? And she did. It just wasn't like as prominent as, you know, whatever. And, um... He was just bad-mouthing her, saying, why don't you go back where you came from? And that's just very disrespectful, like, really bad, you know? And, which I think anyone would agree, but he just kept fucking going and going. And I was getting pissed. Here I am, I fucking 
overloaded in caffeine. I'm tired as shit because it's like 2 in the goddamn morning. And if you know me, I like to go to bed at like 8 o'clock. So it was just, I was, I was sick of it. So I ran into that room. I pointed my finger in his face. And I was like, you do not fucking talk to her that way. I was like, she's trying to help you use the goddamn bathroom. You know? And so it was, it was meant a lot to me because I was like, I've never really stood up for anyone like that before. But I just hit my breaking point And, you know, and later in the night, when I was taking care of him, he was like, you know, you were really upset with me earlier. And I was like, yeah, you don't talk to someone in that way. That's very disrespectful. I mean, this old fuck couldn't even use the bathroom and he's bitching at someone who's trying to help him. But, whew, get a little off topic again. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so, I mean, racism's there, definitely. And so there's just violence. I've been spit on, kicked, whatever, the whole nine yards, bitched at, this and that. And another thing too, that is a good point that I heard, I was watching a video on, the travel nurse pay thing and they were kind of touching on this topic and with the violence in that and it's interesting to me that a police officer if they're assaulted by someone like that person will get a felony like no no questions asked but how come in a healthcare field it's no no like er, and like I just hate that like if, if I think if anyone assaults anyone no matter what like doesn't matter if you're admitted in a hospital or whatever like you you are still a human being, unless you're on a goddamn psych ward, okay, but majority of these people, like, they come on the floor, like, you're a human, you don't go out to Walmart and beat the shit out of someone, just because, you know, you don't agree with how they're doing something, or whatever, like, you're still a human being, you have to be responsible for your behavior, regardless, and so, it just really pisses me off, and we're kind of taught in the nursing world, like, if someone's violent towards you, like a patient, you have to either run away, or find an object to block you. There's no, like, you do not go after that patient. You do not do anything to harm that patient, even if they're trying to beat the shit out of you. And essentially, it's because the hospitals don't want to feel liable if something happens to them, which I get. But, you know, we still have to protect ourselves and advocate for ourselves as well. So, and I think we really need to squash the whole, you know, your patients come first, which obviously they do. Don't take me out of context, because they do. But... Why? What gives them the right to treat people like shit? So, I hope that made sense. But, yeah, so moving on. Um, why should people who do not work in healthcare give a shit about this and what I'm saying? Um, everyone, I think this is an issue that goes far beyond just people working in healthcare. Because, think about it, if you have a loved one who gets admitted to a hospital or any type of healthcare facility, you want them, at least I would expect, them to get the best care possible. Especially if they're paying thousands of dollars to go to the hospital, you better be getting the best treatment you can. Am I right? And their medical mistakes, they happen. They happen all the time. It's not a new thing. We're human. Things happen, you know. But when these nurses have, you know, six goddamn patients just being overworked, underpaid, again, beating another dead horse there. How do you expect them to give your loved one the best care they can have? You know, um, it's just, ugh. I could bitch about this all day, but I have to be somewhat productive. So, um, yeah, I mean, new grads are leaving the profession, like, after one to two years and not just switching jobs. Like, they're leaving because they're like, this shit sucks ass, you know? So, that's kind of what's happening in the nursing world right now is set more um, related to travel nursing. Obviously, the hospitals are very burnt out and um, 
they were short-staffed to begin with. And now, after COVID and the popularity of travel nursing, more people are leaving. Like I said in my last episode, like, I was working with a crap ton of travel nurses at the short time I was at this staff job recently. And it's just mind-blowing. And I don't think we should discourage the travel nurses at all because they still have to, you know, it's a lot of hard work for them too. And we shouldn't be looking at them different. I mean, if you had an opportunity to make some money and get the days off you wanted and travel and meet new people, like, why not? You know? Ooh, excuse me. Oofta. But yeah, so nothing's happened with legislation or anything like that yet. Hopefully the government's smart enough to know, like, hey, we probably shouldn't shit on the nurses because without them, like, we don't have a hospital to run. We don't have any of that. They can't make more money without us. So, and then, um, but a couple states, like, I know Kansas, Pennsylvania, like, they kind of agree. They want to move forward with it. So, yeah, nothing's necessarily happened yet. The offer is just on the table, essentially, but... We'll kind of just see where it goes from there. But definitely a heavy topic for me and a lot of others. Um, Like I said, we should be focusing on the problem. But this leads me to some cool news I learned today. I don't know if y'all have heard, but there is, um, it's called the Million Nurse, wait, Million Nurse March. And it's it's set for May 12th of this year in DC. And I think it just sounds great. I've heard kind of, mixed feelings about it because some people are like why should we have to go essentially protest you know for us to have these safe working conditions and you know blah 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 but um I don't know I think it's a good thing because I think we do need to get our voices heard and actually heard because people hear nurses bitch about stuff all the time but no one I don't think takes us seriously you know kind of like what I said we used to be the healthcare heroes when they needed us and now it's like oh tough tough titty like sorry so that's kind of my thoughts on the whole situation i don't really have too much to add thanks for oops oh throwing my phone around thanks for listening to me go through everything i'm just looking through my notes do 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 and yeah so i think we'll end this with another quote shall we and i actually have a good one for this topic (laughs) i can't wait to re-listen to this bad boy hold on (laughs) okay so The quote I have, I should have had this ready. Oh, dear. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so here's my quote. Speak the truth even if your voice shakes. And this is so perfect for today's episode because we got to speak out. We got to talk what's going on. You know, no more shoving this shit under the rug. Like, and that goes for anything in life. You know, sometimes it's hard to really speak your mind. I definitely have a hard time speak of my opinion at times but it's you know i think it's important so everyone have a great rest of your week and have a wonderful weekend i'll chat with y'all next time bye